98.1 Free FM, World Class Rock with Tesla and Signs. And we are joined right now by some fabulous men. We have got Sam Roberts in the house and uh, Nuge. We're going to call you Nuge. Okay. All right. All right. How the are you guys doing? Nuge. The other Nuge, that's right. We're doing great, thanks. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. You? Good. Good. You told me to make out with the microphone. I, I did. Sam <laughs> Roberts. really close. Sam so Roberts is licking Pasqualina's <laughs> microphone right now. She cannot wait to use that tomorrow morning, let mm -hmm. me tell you. She's looking forward to that. Uh, we're talking off here. here. Uh, the last time that you and I spoke was in 2008, and uh, Love at the End of the World had just come out, just uh, been released. You were in Peterborough, and we're talking, it was on Halloween, and I was wearing the awfulest outfit, but thank goodness you would phoned in. You're not live. I dressed a little better for you today. I was wearing a witch's outfit. And, uh, I still would have liked to have seen that. You would have? Yeah. Oh, I can send you a picture. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Um, so, so, yeah, we had talked, and uh, you had missed your daughter's Halloween, which was so sad, so brokenhearted. And I saw on your schedule that this year you're going to be in Saskatoon on October 30th. I know you're flying back. I am. You are? I am flying back for R Halloween. This that year. night? Uh, yeah, right. Well, the next morning. So I'll fly back on Halloween day, and then we have to be in Winnipeg the following night. Or, or the first. On the first. Yeah. Yeah. So um, oh. be right back. It's going to be a bit of a rush, but uh, it's worth it. It's for worth sure. it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you guys are playing tonight at um, Western Fair 730. Looking forward to that. Tell us about the new album, Collider, your fourth studio album. Uh, tell us about um, you guys. Now, when we talked um, Love at the End of the World, you had done all of that work in Montreal so you could be close to your family. What mm -hmm. about this album? Did you do the same thing or did you have to go away? Or Well, we did a lot of the preparation for it in, in Montreal at home, which is, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about the job really is that you can, if you, if you do work at home, you're, you are, you're there with your family all day because yeah. we do have to spend so much time on the road and traveling. So you, you kind of want to make the most of it when you, when you can be home. Mm -hmm. So we wrote the record and worked on it shaped it there and then we went to Chicago uh, okay. to actually record for uh, for six weeks which was actually really great and kind of what we needed at that point because you sometimes you got to shake up the the environment a little bit yeah. uh, and, uh, and challenge you yourself a little bit when you're making a record. And you worked with Brian Deck. Was yeah. that the first time you guys had worked with him? First time. We didn't know him from a hole in the wall. Oh, really? That. I mean, I knew his work, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, because he'd done Modest Mouth yeah. and uh, Gomez. A couple of good great band. records. Yeah. And we're definitely excited about the prospect of working with him. It's just that you don't know at that point what you know, what kind of a team you're going to make and whether you're going to be able to communicate with each other. So yeah. you kind of enter a record-making uh, process with a bit of trepidation sometimes because you just don't know how it's going to turn out. And I guess that's part of, uh, of what's exciting Excitement, about it yeah. as well. Yeah, did you find that, because um, you went with it like pretty much, not, did like he change a lot? Did he, like what did he do that, uh, that you hadn't he, done He yet? did. I mean, yeah? he didn't, it's not so much that he... Uh, tried to build up the songs as, as whittle away at them and try to break them down to what you know what he thought is being the, the true essence of the song and oftentimes with production you can cloud you know the heart of the song with bells and whistles yeah. and you're actually taking people further and further away from uh, the emotional core of the of the music whereas with Brian it was all about trying to expose that in as raw a way as possible which is cool because isn't that kind of how you work as well 
I try, you yeah. know. I, I think that that's certainly live. It's easier to tap into that and get it out there. But when you're writing music, you know, again, I think the tendency is to just throw all your ideas against the wall and see which ones stick. And and oftentimes it's more about again peeling away than it is adding heaping layers and layers onto it. When in your actually composing a song do you or does it differ depending on the song do you um go with the lyrics and then try to find a melody to go with that or do you go the opposite way or how does it or does it all just depend on it depends i yeah? mean it's uh, every every song is its own thing and and requires its own special care in, in a way and sometimes you'll have a really strong melodic idea and you end up building the song around that sometimes it'll be one line you know just one phrase that uh, that kind of pulls in uh, musical ideas around it and sometimes I'll write an entire song just musically and have no lyrics and the lyrics come afterwards so do you ever find yourself waking up in the middle of the night and going oh yeah I do yeah? you know to the oh, point yeah? where I've, I actually have learned the hard way you know through having lost songs oh, and yeah. lost ideas to just yeah. keep always keep something whether it's a notepad or, or a, a, like a dictaphone yeah uh, where, where I can record an idea of course you know you wake up in the middle of the night you feel a bit strange <laughs> humming into a dictaphone but uh, yeah it's it, it's frustrating yeah how many times you have this thing in your head and you just think oh this is the one and uh, <laughs> Five minutes later, it's gone. It's totally so, gone. Yeah. I can imagine that. Now, Dave, you, um, how long have you been with the band for? I've been with, the, well, since this kind of the start of one of, uh, you know, it's been called the Sam Roberts Band, which was about, it's almost, I think it's been 10 years. It was 2001, whenever it's kind of, in 2000, I think Sam's old band and my old band, they kind of both kind of dissolved at the same time. And, yeah. And uh, we had played shows together in those, those old bands and kind of just got to know each other. And he went down to Pembroke where I grew up and was born and raised and started recording the EP with uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Jordan. Anyways, and I just kind of followed and I hung around the studio and I really liked what he was doing. And so you stalked him? So I totally... stalked him ah, and said, I stalked him, I but, you know, <laughs> I introduced him to... No, I guess they kind of knew each other. Anyways, yeah. I did stalk it and I wanted to be in the studio and, and hang out. So that's when we kind of got to know each other and... That was about 10 years ago. Wow. It's been a long time. Now, mm -hmm. you, this is the first record that it's, you've gone under the moniker, the Sam Roberts Band. Mm -hmm. What does that mean uh, to you and, and to the band as well? Uh, I mean, it means, it means a lot to me because it's, it's, uh, it's a more honest representation of who we are and who we've always considered ourselves to be. And, yeah. you know, I think uh, the last few records could have, been called maybe the first record or two uh it was mainly me in the studio and and yeah i think the name was appropriate in some ways but especially in terms of live show and also the fact that the studio work is becoming more of a of a collaborative effort yeah. uh, that it was just time to put the right name on it is that how you feel too yeah totally yeah. that's the way it kind of it, it, it's evolved into that kind of thing for sure that, that the first two like the EP and this uh, and the second or the first record we were born of flame was you know I think we the band went in the studio for maybe a week or so at the end of it which uh, you know just the way it was going um, and yeah since then we've kind of gotten to dig our fingers and our hands in a little bit more with music and kind of put our thoughts and our ideas musically into most of the so most oh, of the yeah. songs and you know we all play on it and the first record we had hardly played on it and stuff like that so it's oh, yeah okay. it's developed into something that's definitely more of a band feeling than maybe just a singer-songwriter thing or, or whatever you want to call it. 
So without a map, um, that's your latest single. Mm -hmm. Is did you write the lyrics and the music for that one? Yes. Okay. Tell us about that song. Well, Where did that I, come I, from? It started. Uh, it's funny because I'm looking at this really nice guitar that you guys have here, and and sometimes instruments themselves, it feel like they have a they have a personality or they create ideas yeah and you're playing something new and I was playing uh, a friend of mine Kathleen Edwards has a really beautiful old uh, Gibson guitar like that and uh, we were in a national park up in northern Manitoba filming a documentary about uh, Wapusk National Park which is a polar bear um, <laughs> sanctuary so we were in this enclosure we were fenced in because there's so many bears around that you yeah. know, we're not actually allowed to leave and walk around yeah so we had to kill a lot of time basically <laughs> so Kathleen let me play her guitar and I just started playing and again it was just one of those riffs where it felt like the guitar was playing it not so much as me and and uh, cool. and then I remembered it when I got home and I was like okay yeah that I think that could be something it was the last song I wrote for the record as, really? as well and it was also the simplest song and sometimes those are the best ones it is a beautiful song all right we'll chat some more with Sam Roberts let's hear without a map right now on 98.1 free FM world-class rock 98.1 free FM we are joined again by Sam and Dave from Sam Roberts Band. Sam, I want to talk to you about this and, and Dave as well. We have mm -hmm. the um, Under the Covers contest, mm -hmm. which is very cool. It's for uh, any independent band, any band that's not signed in the London area. So wherever you can hear Free FM, that's you qualify. And the bands have to submit this month a cover of a Neil Young tune. Awesome. They just have to videotape themselves doing some Neil Young. Any tips that you guys have, Sam? Well, first, uh, I mean, there's the pressure of doing justice to one of our great uh, national treasures. So uh, don't mess it up. <laughs> don't mess that up for sure. But uh, I mean, it's a perfect place to start, really, because it, I think if you're ever going to learn about w what it takes to write a great song, who better to learn it from uh, than Neil Young? And uh, and just when you go in the studio, I mean, really, just throw everything that you have into it, and uh, uh, don't try to cloud what you're doing. Uh, don't be don't right. be sort of hypnotized by the lights and the bells and the whistles. Just stick to you know. You may be in a multi-million dollar studio, but the song can be again a simple and, and potent and poignant one uh, if you keep it to its bare bones. Nice and clean. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Any tips? Any tips for like recording and you know for yeah. that kind of stuff? If, uh, what I've learned over the years, and maybe it took me a little bit too long, is that <laughs> you gotta practice, 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 practice nonstop. The more, the more you, you know, especially even with any kind of cover song, the more, the more you, the more you practice it, the more you know it, the more it kind of gets ingrained in your in your head and your heart. Uh, it's gonna come out uh, in the song and the recording. So you know, that's 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 all I can think about right now. Yeah, so you have until the end of the month to get into our Under the Covers, 981freefm.ca to do so, up for uh, up for grabs, $4,000 worth of recording time at Emacs Studio on both Dave and uh, Sam Pig. That's a very cool chance. Yeah, it is. Absolutely, that's great. So, good, good luck. Good opportunity. Let's do it. Some Neil Young. Thanks so much, guys, for Thanks coming for in today. Us. Thank you so much. See you next time. Western Fair, Sam Roberts tonight. Don't miss it. 7.30. Here's Neil Young. Walk on. 98.1 Free FM.